Hello and welcome to Logistically Difficult. The inconveniently queer love island podcast where we attempt to answer the question, would a queer love island be that logistically difficult? I'm James Barr. And I'm Martin Joseph. And you're a slut. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) I'm so excited to chat about love island today. I am loving this week. So I'm going to be honest, it's been a little dry, right? And then this week, it's just, it's happened for me. I'm into it. I'm vibing it. It always takes, I mean, it it always takes a couple of weeks to just get into it. It takes a minute. It takes a hot minute for the the steam to like heat up. But we are there, Martin. And it's getting steamy. But at this week, I wanted to have a special episode today, James, where I basically kind of just bitch that they've all realized they're on a reality TV show. Yeah. And I'm kind of annoyed about it. <laughs> right. Okay. This always happens though, right? When they start coming out with the catchphrases, when they start living mm-hmm. the, the, the vibe of the series, like they know where they are. It, it's never the same once, once it's had its maiden voyage on television. Everyone just like gets it. Yeah. Well, this is, and do you remember, I mean, this is what happened to Big Brother, right? When you get to like season 18 or whatever they were on by the end, like people they went in to be a certain character and the problem with love island is when it has a separate like for example big brother it was fine to do that because the whole point of the show was just to be there it wasn't like you had a specific task but love islanders were meant to be like investing in like these love stories the first one i'm going to talk about is brad and lucinda brucinda let's talk about it i'm not entirely happy with how this went down because if you missed it brad left lucinda in the villa saying that she deserved this opportunity. <laughs> Let's dig deep on that for a second. What exactly does you deserve this opportunity mean? She needs a boohoo deal. That's it. Right. It's the boohoo deal. It's not you need this opportunity to find love. It's you need this opportunity to be famous. Right. What are we watching this for? I don't need to watch a show that that basically involves a load of people wanting to be influencers and then finally becoming influencers. Like, Influencer Island, that's not the same kind of show. If we wanted to hang out with people that just want to be famous, that would be, like, all of our friends. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, that's what we're doing this podcast for. So, what exactly is going on? I don't get it. And also, do you think Brad doesn't really love Lucinda? It's weird. I think Brad wanted... I don't... I was shocked. So, Brad has been a bit of a douche throughout the entire season. A bit of a cad, you could say. (laughs) <laughs> and then he and then he got this like redemption at the end like he was like no i'll go but in my head i was like he knows he's gonna get out get all the pas get all the ladies like he's gonna be fine i mean clubs are back open girl so he's ready for the pas he's he come out at exactly the, the right time <laughs> but i was yeah that's what i was i was very shocked that he made that decision and I think he had, I think he had a bit too much confidence. I think he thought she's gonna come with me. <laughs> Do you think so? <laughs> and then he said it, and she was like, "He was like, you can stay if you like." And she was like, "Yeah, I'll stay." Oh, and then did all the, then did all the fake crying. Which the was fake like, crying was what oh. annoyed me. Like, you're not actually that upset about it. Do you know what it is? It was just like, it was kind of quite glaringly obvious that when that she just wasn't into him by this point. But what was annoying was the episode before. She was like. He's amazing. I'm vibing. I'm totally into it. And it just reminded me of... So I was with I was with this guy for a long time, for like two years. And then we were having some problems towards the end. And then in the end, we realized that maybe if I like 
quit my job that I was doing and like we changed a few things in our lives that we would probably get on and that we could start to work on our relationship again. So we had this big conversation, we decided to do that. I go into work, hand in my notice, come home, like I'm completely like changing my life, we're gonna move house, we're gonna like, we're gonna have a more streamlined life, like we're gonna be happy, sort all our problems out. The next, I get into bed, have a little cuddle, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, and he gets out of bed, goes to the cupboard, pulls out a suitcase and walked out. What? So James, I got, I thought he was into me like Lucinda was into Brad. But in the end, I was like, Brad, and I was like, let's go and do this thing together. And he was like, no. Oh my God, <laughs> that's so awful. It was harrowing at the time. It's so relatable it's a- though. I mean, we've all called someone's bluff, haven't we? We've all gone, oh, you know what? Like, I don't think you're feeling this. So we can call it a day if you want. And then they've replied, yeah, great. Yeah. And you're like, what? No. (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting you to stay. What the fuck? They're like, wish you the best. (laughs) Awful. It's so so upsetting when that happens. You think you're being really strong because you've sent the message. And then they're like, yeah, great. Thank you. That's really cool. Thanks for releasing me. (laughs) Yeah. So that's that's the first one that triggered me. And I bring it up because I wanted to talk about Toby's reaction. Now, this is my favorite reaction. So what happened was, if you guys missed it, Basically, Brad decided to leave the villa. They had to make a choice. Does Brad go or does Brad and Lucinda go? Brad went, Lucinda stayed. But what had happened in the process of that, that three couples had been voted into the bottom uncompatible couples by the British public on the app, right? So Toby and Chloe were one of the bottom couples. So once all the Brad and Lucinda drama had ended, Toby got really annoyed started getting really mad that him and Chloe were in the bottom two. And basically, he got really, really upset that he wasn't doing well with the public. And Chloe was like, why would you care? She was like, I don't care if they think we're compatible or not. I like him, and I think we're really compatible. And basically, she started to have doubts. He, Toby cared more about the public vote than anything else. He cared, he cared what the public think. And I understand you're in there for, a, I understand. You're on a TV show. You're not in the outside world. But you know he in his head he was going, how many Instagram followers have I got? This is what I actually disagree with you here because if you were going out with a new guy and you introduced him to your friends and family, and in this case the friends and family are the viewers, and say, for example, I said to you, I don't think you're compatible, that would really freak you out. Unless you're like strong as a person, that would freak you out. You, you'd start questioning everything. You'd be like, what are they seeing that I'm not seeing? Why are they saying I'm not compatible with this boyfriend of mine? So I'm sort of with Toby here. I don't think that's as, I don't think, I don't think it's as clear cut as what you're suggesting. But as soon as it happened, he then went back over to Kaz and sat down with her and was like, but we're all good, right? He knew how the storyline had played out. So he was doing it for like likes, right? Because he goes over to Kaz and like they had a conversation. He was like, oh, it's okay, like, I hope what I did didn't upset you too much, and she was calming him down because she's an absolute babe, and was saying, no, it's totally fine, but again, he went and had that scene, it was like he was doing a scene so that the public would see the scene where him and Kaz made it all okay, so he can't be hated anymore, so he can win the show and get his deal with, I don't know, what's the equivalent of Boohoo, Boohoo Man? (laughs) Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, <laughs> such an original, such an original binary website. What do you think of Sharon deciding that she now likes Hugo? <laughs> oh, I'm just such a skeptic, but I felt the exact same way that I felt about 
Toby and his drama. I right. could just, it felt, she was with, because also she, she basically pied Toby off. Like she wasn't vibing it and she went with someone else. Then he was like the love of her life and she was like trying to make themselves like this big, intense couple. He he left her, and then all of a sudden she was like, actually, on second thoughts, Toby isn't as terrible as I originally thought. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was like, yeah, because you know that there's not many options for you now, and that you're probably going to get kicked off in the next few weeks. No, so. I don't think... I think you just feel like everyone is playing a game. I'm a bit more Disney about this, and I think Sharon genuinely turned around and went, maybe I should change who I'm looking for here. Maybe I've been dating the wrong types of people. Actually... Hugo could be the one. I would believe that growth in like over a six month period. I do not believe it in two <laughs> days. Like that's not, that is not an authentic story arc for me. <laughs> like that's, that's a growth, very good like, point. You know what I mean? Like you go like, you go like traveling and you go to like Thailand for six months and you come back and you're like, I'm re- I've like changed my opinion on life. Like I can understand that growth, but I don't think the guy that you're dating breaks up with you, starts shagging someone else. And then the next day you're like, do you know what? Toby's just a real good catch. I bet he's really good. I bet he'd be great at getting a mortgage. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't believe that all of a sudden you went from, like, wanting to date a guy because you thought he was really hot to wanting to date a guy because he's really nice. I don't think you changed that much in a day. That is a very fair comment. <laughs> but in my Disney head, I sort of want that to be true. And I feel like Sharon's finally realized, like, oh, Hugo's really... Hugo's the one. And she looks so sad on that sunbird. Like, really sad. Very defensive. Yeah, which does tell me... Home. Which does tell me that, yeah, she just knew she was going home at this point. But maybe, maybe, maybe she'll prove her lust and what well, it's not love is it let's be real for, for hugo in the next couple of episodes yeah maybe so we we should let you guys know that we're recording this before sunday night's episode so we don't know with the two newbies that have gone in who they're gonna pick so sharon could be gone. i really hope not i like sharon do you know what sharon has given me good chat just absolute good chat like she's been very funny i liked i liked that she went off in a handle and was like completely made a show of herself like i thought i thought that was great tv i appreciated it i also love hugo and that's why i kind of want them together no they're just too different but i loved hugo just when yeah it's just a friend thing like hugo hugo is the opposite of me because hugo although he is effectively very desperate and in, in that he hasn't got anyone. No one is interested. He doesn't have any options. He's not going to stay on the show. He's the most authentic because even with all that against him and he could have just paired up with Sharon, he went, no, I'm going to wait for the right one. Hugo is in there for the right reasons. I the love The only one, I think. The only one I can see. Hugo. Oh. Oh. Hugo is also the name of my dog, so I can't help but love Hugo. <laughs> um, my other favorite highlight of the week was just when all the girls were looking when AJ walked in and Laura was just sitting there filing her nails. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my, my favorite clip. I've watched it like four times and just Laura like, not even bothered. <laughs> I had my nail file in my bag ready for this kind of moment yesterday and I went to Pret in Clapham and asked for an iced coffee. They told me there was no ice on the hottest day of the year. That nail file was out, girl. <laughs> fucking homophobia is what that is right i don't want to that call is... them that but i mean yeah <laughs> yeah i don't think pred are homophobic but i do believe that is a homophobic act i do, do not too. Have i do too <laughs>
Right, let's wrap up our mini episode. Do you think it is time for a Queer Love Island? Because everyone just knows how to play the game now and we need a refresh. Yeah, and we need it to be truthful. And you always talk about like owning your truth, right? Thank you, TM. And the thing about and the thing about like queer people in general is there is an authenticity there because you have to be authentic. We've fought so hard to be who we are and to have other people accept us that we have to sort of own all of our truth all of the time we get asked so many inappropriate questions by people who's the top who's the bottom and so we know as much as anyone could probably know about ourselves so we have to be authentic i just think we've seen this show so many times now like we are literally going to watch this exact same show in six months at the winter one if that when is it four months away i can't i can't do it well we are because we've got a podcast now Oh, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> like, it's going to be the exact same show again, unless they do something drastic. Like, they're going to have to do something drastic. Like, just give us a queer love island. Just give us one. Here's the difference, though. In winter, people are ready to settle down. They want someone to cuddle. They want those Christmas presents. And in summer, it's a slut drop summer. People aren't really looking to settle down in yeah. summer. So actually, Love Island winter makes more sense than Love Island summer. I would like Love Island summer. Do you know what? I would love it if they actually didn't, do the bikini thing if they did it like in like a, a ca- yes. like cabin somewhere or like they need to do it like um like i'm a celebrity and hit up whales <laughs> that's <laughs> let's what I get them to say. center parks that's what we need but i want them to be told that they're going into love island and they just turn up at center parks <laughs> they just turn up at butlins they're just yes. like, like they're in you're Caroline's. going to an 80s weekend they're in butlins <laughs> <laughs> that is literally what I want. I want it to be like, I want cold, wet, miserable, and that is going to test love. Right. Walks on the beach. Yeah. Blackpool Beach. Do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> so this is what you think. You think a queer love island would be better because people don't know how to play the game in that. It's new. It's new. It's a change. Uh, the problem always lies when TV shows make annoying micro changes like i don't want you to like i don't want just like a little twist like i don't want all of a sudden we're doing drag race and they're voting each other off like i don't want that show but what i do want is like a complete overhaul and you to give me something completely different because then i'm gonna get reinvested so if you give me by the way guys we just threw in an entirely queer cast have fun and no one knows what's happening no one knows what types of characters are liked because they're going to be characters that have never been seen on television before so no one everyone will just have to be their authentic self because you won't know what what the public wants so you also, can't play I think, into it i think and you made a really good point earlier we're so upfront and honest and authentic like in dating apps even and i know it's horrific when people say sorry you're not my type if you're on grinder but at least you know at least you know right. up front. No one's playing right. a game. And it's horrendous and so heartbreaking, especially if, like me, you're someone that has been chasing love for your entire life. But it's at least the truth. Give me your intro line. That's what I want to hear. Give me, like, like this is James, single James, arriving on the queer love island. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> I pretend that I'm really strong but actually i'm kind of an introvert and i just need someone to cuddle me and massage my feet and tell me i'm great that's hot (laughs) is it (laughs) (laughs) 
I would probably go like sassier and probably a bit more like risque because I know it'd get me in the papers. So, so you'd like, be playing the game, babe. Oh no, I'd so play you, the game. I would completely I, undone your that's argument. That's why I can see it. That's why I can <laughs> see it. I've got the I would be like, "Hi, my name's Martin, and I'm looking for a husband or someone's husband." Like I'd do that. Oh God, really? <laughs> One of them did that this year. You'd be the estate agent, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd be like, I'm a lettings manager from Bolton. (laughs) I'm not even from Bolton. I also just want to say as well, and I don't care if it gets me into trouble, I am a bit triggered by this whole logistically difficult thing. I know we're now only just getting into this, how many episodes in. But it's just bullshit. It's bullshit. It's not difficult. And it's just typical TV people being scared to do anything new because they're worried about ratings. And that's really that's really all it is. It's not even homophobia or it's not even about representation on screen. It's literally just about money. It's like, we don't want to try something new in case it goes wrong. Well, you have to try things. You have to do new things. Otherwise, you just sit still and you lose your audience. People need things to be different exciting new and and we get that as queer people more than anyone because we are new we're other i mean we're not new we've been around for thousands of years but we're othered we're not mainstream we're different and we're pushed aside and we have to fight to to rise up all the time we're constantly on a march and and so we understand that need for something different for change and i just think some people don't i think there's something about being on a platform so big, it gives gives you access to so many places in the country that may not may not be as diverse as say London or Manchester or big cities. And I think by having a show like this, people in places that may be a bit more sheltered that may not have access and may only read certain newspapers may actually go, oh, actually, that person is just a really lovely person. And their orientation or their gender or any other facet of it actually is irrelevant. And actually having queer people on a show like Love Island that is accessible could be one of the things that really could change the conversation. And like anything, queer people aren't all the same. We're all so different. There are so many different facets to our personality types. There are so many different people in the queer community with so many different journeys Mm -hmm. and stories. There is so much richness there that is not being explored. And when people think of like a gay love island being logistically difficult, they're saying that because they're thinking of gay men, two people like us, I guess. And they think we're all the same, but we're not. We're all so different. And all of those stories and interconnected journeys would make such an amazing BAFTA award-winning Love Island that it's just impossible to understand why they wouldn't want to do that. Amen. Thanks for listening to Logistically Difficult. We're back midweek with a brand new episode. With one, maybe two special guests. My name is Martin Joseph. My name's James Barr. If you want to follow Martin, you can catch him on Insta at Mr. Martin Joseph. And you can catch James at I'm James Barr on all social media. Not all of them. Oh. (laughs) I tried Bebo for a bit, but I just wasn't really into it. You can catch James on some social media. Please subscribe, do all that good stuff, and we will see you at some point in the week with another fabulous episode. Bye. Love you. Bye. Mwah.